Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Playing with Squirrels of Boy Meets World Fancast podcast. Uh, this week's episode is episode 3 of season 2, Notorious, which aired originally on December 7th, 1994, uh, 19 years ago today. This week I've got my good friend, high school friend that I've probably known since, what, 14, 15, something like that? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. So even younger. Yeah. Uh... You know, the the, the Corey to my Sean, because I'm definitely the cooler one. Uh, Chris Pierre Domenico. You're definitely the funnier one. <laughs> that, yes. So, uh, let's talk about why I picked you for this particular episode. So, I, you know, I have forgotten how many episodes of Boy Meets World were about broadcasting. Like yeah. Like, student broadcasting. There's a lot of them. Because um, there were a couple that I knew of that I, you know, there's one I showed in my class, which I assume we'll probably watch at a certain time. Yeah. Uh, but I forgot there were actually were a handful of them. So, um, you know, it's fitting very much because I was involved in student communications when I was in high school with you. Yeah. Uh, and I also, now I am the, the communications teacher of essentially my high school, really my district in a way. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I teach uh, TV and video production and journalism. I run the student newspaper. Which is uh, pretty much why I reached out to you. I think yeah. we joined, I think we convinced each other to join the school newspaper. Like, yes. If I recall correctly, in junior high, we were both hesitant, and I was like, look, I'll do it if you do it. It was basically, like, the conclusion we came to. Yeah, yeah, and it was, I mean, I was editor-in-chief of the school newspaper. Dork. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, yeah. Surprise, surprise. But, um, yeah, like, three and a half years, I guess. Um, oh, so super dork. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of, and I'm just kind of reliving the cycle now. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's, it's, it's like time travel in a way. It feels that way. Anyway, yeah, so. I, I think that that, so you've basically, up front, this is, I mean, your resume speaks for itself for this yes. particular episode. Um, so in this particular episode, we kick off with Eric giving the newspaper editor, Molly, a very sensual massage based on the sounds that she's making behind closed doors. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because as it starts, I'm like, where the hell is the teacher? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's my first response, uh, you know, to that, and um you know, and I'm sure that, that we've seen that room before, haven't we? I mean, that, I feel like they reused that room. That that might even be the same room they do the radio in. Yeah, I can't remember if we've seen it yet, but we definitely see it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, cause this is, um, this is only the third episode of the second season, so they just started back in high school, but I definitely think that that room gets reused Yes. Very often throughout this show as like the multi-purpose, hey, this is where the newspaper is and the radio station and where the TV production equipment is kept and everything else. It's a very small department in it's the 90s. <laughs> just, everything was combined. Um, I have a quote written down and I don't even remember the context of it. I think, I, I can't even remember if this is a Sean, Corey, or Eric line because it could fall for any of them. But it says, ah, our French neighbors to the north. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh it's, it's either sean or eric yeah it's a it's a there's a lot of good quotes in this particular yeah. episode um a lot of great moments too from a lot of popular characters a lot of great harley quotes oh there's some there's um, like one or two i have at least one harley quote written down here um yeah. but i i love so so this is where we get introduced and this disappears real quick i thought this was going to be more central to this episode 
was Corey and Sean's rats named Little Corey and Little Sean. Yeah, it's just an opener, really. Yeah, uh, but I, I wrote down, um, our D-plus rests on Little Corey and Little <laughs> Sean, uh, which is a huge leap from literally last week's episode where Corey's like, my goal is to get an A-plus and a hickey. And now he's aiming for, for a D-plus D and, a, and a rat, a rat friend. Standards standards fall quickly in high very, school. Very you know? quickly in this school. Yeah. Uh, but this is... It shouldn't make me laugh as much as I do, but they changed Feeney's name to Weenie. <laughs> and it, when they change it to Weenie and the crowd, like the canned laughter kicks in, yeah. I am like just caught up in the laughter at that I, point. I was surprised at how funny I found it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? And it comes up over and over and over again, and it doesn't stop getting funny to me. Well, the I, I think for me the the pinnacle of it is later, and it's it's not even Sean that does it's revealed. It's Joey. Yeah, does it for Harley, but you know, we, we, they print a correction, and uh, Joey made the paper say, you know, his name isn't Mister Weenie. His real name is Weenie 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 Weenie. Yeah. And it just goes <laughs> on and on, and that was just very humorous to me, and I was surprised at how humorous it was. Well, I like um. Also tied to it, the one that probably got one of the biggest laughs from me is uh, <laughs> they're looking at the school paper at the at the Matthews home, and Morgan just keeps going. It says Weenie, <laughs> and then finally she just yells, "I can read." <laughs> Morgan is phenomenal yeah. in this episode. Um, what, was this her last season? That... This is definitely last season with that particular with that actress. actress. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love that in Girl Meets World they brought both actresses back yeah. to be Morgan 1 and Morgan 2 for a specific episode. Um, and then I have another quote, and I, I wish I was better at writing the context around the quotes, but I believe Sean's trying to convince Corey that they need to be known for something. Yeah. And he says, better than the guys with... Oh, do you want to be known as the, guy, as the guys with rats? And Corey goes, it's better than the guys with no rats. <laughs> it's, you know, it's very familiar, isn't it? It definitely feels like conversations that you and I would have had oh, yeah. in high school, for sure. Absolutely. And definitely the kind of kids that kind of show up in my program. Yeah. As well, you know. Yeah, they're, um, you know, they're like... find themselves. And, and I, so this is a spoiler alert for months from now, but there's two episodes we're going to talk about. And the second episode that we talk about actually like got like an actual physical reaction from me for a moment. So we'll talk about that, but, um, in a later episode, but this episode, one of the key things here is the introduction of Desiree. Yeah. Who I feel like is one of the only times that Eric has had like a girlfriend for multiple episodes because she has like her own story arc this season as a very abusive girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, was it that many episodes? Because I feel like it wrapped up and it's the, probably the next two or... or three. Yeah, it's it's not like it ran the whole season. Yeah, but she pops up a couple times because they really do test the friendship between him and Jason. Yeah, yeah. Um... No, I, I think it this helps Eric kind of grow in a way, and then later in the season we do see him start the the devolution start. Yeah, this is definitely. I, I'm waiting to find the exact episode, but this season is definitely where you know by the time we come back to season three, the the suave ladies man Eric is dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in his place is a it, very dumb, gullible it is, person. It, it is plays with squirrels. <laughs> By that point, yeah. Um, so Feeney catches Corey standing next to Feeney's door. Mm-hmm. Sean has changed the front of the door to say weenie. Uh, so now Corey's basically been framed. Um, and Feeney basically says, if you didn't do it, then you need to tell me who did it by tomorrow, or you're suspended. Uh, and that leads to an interesting conversation in the in the Matthews household uh, <laughs> yeah. between his mom and his dad, where Alan has the stance of a friend doesn't rat out a friend. Yeah. And the mom, whose name I just blanked on, uh, is just straight up like, no, you're going to turn in your friend because you're not getting suspended. I, and one of my favorite lines in that is they're they're talking about this. How long does it say on his record? And, yeah, you know. And so uh, I doubt any of your students are going to listen to this. Permanent records, real thing or <laughs> fake threat? Um, I mean, I don't really have any say in that at all. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure, you know, unless the law's involved, that it's pretty much wiped clean after you leave high school. Okay. <laughs> but however, I will tell you that like if you did something like in kindergarten. They'll know about it. Like, like you know school. about it. Like you yeah, can I mean, get. I, I don't know about it, but it, it is known. Okay. There is there is a record um, of some kind, as far as I understand it. That's incredible. Because yeah. I just assumed it was an idle threat every single time. No, it is, not it that is I ever true. had that conversation. I, I I stay out of trouble, but like every time that I've heard anybody get threatened with that, I'm like, that can't be real. Well, thing. you know, it's funny because I I sort of I sort of make fun of my kids a little bit when they because they're good kids, but they talk about like getting into trouble. Yeah, and to me, that's very hilarious. Like good kids talking about getting into trouble. Yeah, I don't even think I I was too afraid to even discuss the topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Joey and Frankie, as you as you mentioned, uh, elevate the prank in a way they ruin it. A little bit by oversaturation. It's a real Family Guy joke in yeah. there. Uh, although the C page two weenie weenie <laughs> makes me laugh. I, I love the. I, I just thought they got such great lines. Um, you know, the where, characters are great. Oh yeah, I mean just as, as sort of the the mafia symbolism in there. Um, you know, and Harley Harley's like I'm laughing. I'm hysterical. Yeah. It's, just, it's it's great. And I the one that made me laugh the most, I think it's earlier in the episode, but um Harley is implying that he might replace Joey and Joey's yeah. like, I'm gonna go for a ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh there there the uh the other line that I have is after they admit that they're the ones that did the most recent prank because they were afraid of being replaced, he just goes Right now I'm having a moment. <laughs> like it's very it's very like every Godfather's movie. It is. It's so good. Um, but probably the line that actually got the best genuine chuckle out of me besides the it says weenie I can read is with Desiree, where she's flirting with Eric and she gives him a kiss on the cheek and she says she's like, Here puddin', get this, get this, blah blah blah. She's like, so say that. Say love you, pudding. He goes, love you. And Jason just goes, I believe the woman wants her pudding. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it killed me. Like, yeah, it should yeah, not yeah, have made yeah. me laugh as hard as it did as I'm sitting at my desk where I shouldn't be watching Book Me 12 episodes. Hey, how, how, do you, how do you do that, by the way? Like, do you, do you have to stifle your laughter? Or... A little bit. I sit in a corner by myself, so oh, it's fine. Okay. It's like high school. Um, so, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but the big moment that i have to focus on and uh, i feel like we're about to hit the point where this is like a frequent conversation on the mm-hmm. podcast how incredible is mr feeney 
as just like a life coach. Like his talk with Corey in the principal's office is so heartwarming. It's so sweet. It's so genuine. Um, You know, he says, uh, you know, he protecting a friendship is more important than the punishment that I'm about to dispense. Uh, I think it's a very rare quality to put your friend's welfare ahead of your own. You know, like it's a very just, you know, it's a great moment that I think really reveals the complexity of the character, and uh, because I mean he's more than just the teacher and the principal. He's he's been Corey's uh, neighbor, the family's neighbor for years and years and years. And he acknowledges that he says, "As a principal, I'm disappointed as, yeah. with you, but as as a neighbor who watched you grow, I couldn't be more proud." Like there's something along those lines. He, he says that he's like you know, as your principal, I expect you to tell me you know right out your friend essentially, uh, but as your as your uh, someone's lived next door to you. I never expect you to do it for a minute. Yeah. So, and it, it really, yeah, it's, it's very touching. And, and I think, and I think it really, the the show portrays teachers very well. Yeah. Um, multiple different teachers, uh, I think, very well. You know, going to Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Turner and, of yeah. course, later Mr. Williams. Um, yeah. You know, I think it, it sends a very positive message about teachers. And that was very unusual for the time. I think, and, and even today, probably a little well, bit unusual. And, and uh, I mean, I've definitely talked about this multiple times on the show, but uh, the actor who played Mr. Feeney said, I won't do this show if it's an insult yeah. to teachers. You know, he really uh, stood up for what he thought was a thankless career and, mm-hmm. and making sure that they were represented properly. And then in the end, uh, Sean accidentally rats himself out. Which is great. You know, like, <laughs> it couldn't have ended better. And, you know, it's, it's funny because I was, as I was watching... The I guess it was the closing credits, and Feeney's just laying in the Sean and saying, like, you know, I'm going to watch you for the rest of your academic career, which could be decades, <laughs> you know? And I'm just, it's funny because I'm thinking of, you know, he's the one that ends up, you know, officiating his wedding yeah. in Chromie's World, which, you know, and I love how that comes full circle, too, where just, you know, he, he I think even in, in the last Boy Meets World episode, Sean says, like, you never gave up on me. Yeah. And uh, that's that's great, too. I mean, the relationship is different. With Corey and Sean, and I, I think they both work equally well in different ways. And I feel like, and, and this is definitely a topic that will be discussed multiple times on this show. I can foresee it in the future. But I feel like this show, um, it used to get a lot of flack of like, oh, how unrealistic that like a teacher like sticks around in a kid's life for this long. But I think you and I both have experiences where maybe we didn't have the same teacher every year. But we definitely had a teacher, like teachers in our lives who, you know, we went to in college, we went to after college for life advice, for career advice, because we did carve out that that niche mm-hmm. where, where, you know, we were more than just the student that you see and forget. And, I, you know, obviously, I'm not going to try to give you like a gotcha moment, but I think even you as a teacher, you have you have students that, you know, not that you forget, but but they don't become an, a, a major part of your life. But then there's an equal amount of students that like, no, they're still, they may have graduated five years ago, but you still remember that student and you kind of want to keep tabs on them and make sure that they're on the right path. Yeah, I think every, I, I think there's different teachers, I think, that that mesh well with different students and that, yeah. you know, it goes beyond just the classroom. And 
I keep in touch with many of my students after they graduate and they let me know how they're doing. Sometimes I'll bring them on to help me with a project, which is really, really cool. And in the same vein, I still keep in touch with my high school teachers for advice now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and it was funny, you know, I think my version of Mr. Feeney was probably Mrs. Skyvo. Yeah. Uh, because she was, you know, I had her for English and film was lit in high school. And when I did my student teaching, she was my supervisor for it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I remember when you told me that. I'm like, that's insane. It, it was it was insane, but it was because she was the one that told me I should be a teacher when we did. Uh, we taught a film to the class during Film Was Lit. Yeah. Uh, and she said, you really should consider this. And I, I never thought of it before. And so for her to be the one that officially signed off on it in the end was really cool. So that yeah. so it's not. You really, had a Boy Meets World life. I like, had a Boy Meets World life, yeah. Um, so it's really not, it's not that far from the reality in, in some cases. And I think that that's the thing is most people don't go on to pursue teaching or mm-hmm. don't, you know, for, for me, um, it was the film teacher yeah. at our school. And, and while I didn't necessarily pursue film the way that I maybe could have, uh, he helped me find my voice. Yeah. Which led to the podcasting. It led to writing books. It led to like all of the other things that I do. And I still, you know, if I had the opportunity to make a film that I was passionate about, I would still go after it. But it's not, it's not like my number one priority. For for many, many years, it was like, no, I have to make a movie or I will die. (laughs) So, been been there. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I don't think that there's much more to talk about with this particular episode, though. Mm -hmm. Um, so thank you for sitting down and joining me. Uh, is there anything that you've got? I know, you know obviously you do the teaching. We're not going to put that on blast on a public thing. But <laughs> you do a lot of projects on the side. Um, you have a website. Is there anything that you want to promote? Uh, yeah, I just, you know, uh, check out dorkdaily.com. We're posting, uh, it really should be uh, dorkalmostdaily.com, yeah. but it's it's dorkdaily.com. Um, we have movie reviews, uh, just commentaries on anything that you want to dork out about, anything from movies and tv shows that are popular now to nostalgic and even video games uh uh, board games um you know we have something almost daily on there that you can see so uh definitely check it out i also want to give a shout out to all my old teachers thank you for everything you've done all right we'll be back in a week you thought about this and that's your final decision yeah you've decided that protecting a friendship is more important and the grisly punishment I shall now dispense. Mr. Finney, he didn't mean to hurt anyone. He just wanted to do something that would make him somebody special. Ah. To be somebody special is a quality from within, Mr. Matthews. To give you an example, I think it's a very rare quality for you to put a friend's welfare before your own. But just a second ago, you wanted me to rat on him. As the new principal, yes. But as your teacher... As someone who lived next door and watched you grow up, I never expected it for a moment. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Hey, Toxic here. And Meridon, too. We're the hosts of the Overleague podcast. Are you a fan of Overwatch League or just a fan of Overwatch in general? Well, if you are, we break down matches and all other Overwatch happenings, and we won't judge your main. Tune in every other Tuesday to the Overleague on Geekscape and wherever you get your podcasts.